We're so excited to share this teaching message with you from Sikamo Church, Ibado, Nigeria. We believe God knows you and loves you, and through His Word, He expresses His plans and purposes for your life. We hope that you open up your heart and really sense God speak to you through this message from our pastor, Tolulokwe Mudi. Let's get right into the service and be blessed by this message. This morning, as we just open out our hearts for your word, I just thank you, Lord, for who you are to us and what your word is to us. And we just come this morning honoring your word, thanking you, Lord, for the power of being able to gather, the privilege to be able to gather and, you know, just hear from you and feel your heart for us again. And Lord, I just pray that you would have a free course this morning and that you do something really incredible in every life this morning. Give us a word at this point of the year, Lord, that would really propel us for all that is yet to come. And we thank you for it, God. And we give you all the praise. And as a church, we thank you that Liverpool has won the league. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. 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 Fantastic. Once again, big welcome to church. Let's just get straight up into God's word. I have something to share with you this morning that I hope would really um, encourage you um, wherever you are this morning and whatever the first part of the year has been for you. I I pray that this thought that we're going to share this morning is really going to encourage you um, this morning. And and like we said, it's our media focus service. And what we're hoping God will do this morning is that he's really going to just give us a thought that um, as we meditate upon together, um, it's going to really position us and propel us um, for all that is ahead. So I'm excited about what I want to share with you this morning. And I call this message this morning, Gang Chilling. Gang chilling. That's, that's, that's what I'm speaking to you on this morning, gang chilling. And so in John chapter 2, just for a foundation, and I'm sure you know this, the Bible says from verse 1 that on the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Now, both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. So today, what I want to do is that I want to preach to you about, you know, hanging out with your gang, all right? Um, so by way of starting, do you have a gang? Do you have... Um, um, a gang, or maybe you use words like click. Do you have a click or, or a brotherhood um, or, or, or a life group, <laughs> you know, um, or, or do, you, do, you, do you have a gang? In, in a sense, we all do, um, or maybe a fellowship of, you know, brethren, <laughs> you know. In a sense, we all do. Um, um, maybe, maybe the question is what kind of gang or what kind of click you have. So um, my question is, what do you do with your click? Um, is it kind of click that, you know, you sit down, you smoke weed, um, kind of a click, or, or maybe, you know, you treat sicknesses, you know, you use drugs, you know, um, <laughs> your click. Or, or maybe your kind of click is a click where you just talk about soccer, um, you know, and all that's going on. Or maybe, maybe, maybe you every morning, I, I don't know if these things still happen, but you just go to like a newspaper joint and you talk about politics, you know, argue from morning, like that's just your, 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 your click. Or maybe for you, it's even like an internet chat room somewhere um, where you just talk about celebrity crushes and you know stuff like that um but what what do you do with your click or, or maybe you share memory verses um and stuff like that yeah so this morning i wonder whether you are the um bad guy kind of you know gang guy maybe it's like the bad guy kind of stuff or um you know you know these typical violent american gang kind of stuff um which of course these days is becoming quite a thing you know um, they're dealing with a lot of gang violence and you know stuff like that young people um just it's like there's just a, this inclination of young people into gangs um i read one writer who says that teenagers need gangs and gangs need teenagers uh, right and so statistics show that 89 percent of serious violent crimes committed by teens were committed by gang members right um and that's quite a lot of crime you know um it's all about gangs just propel young guys living in the front lines of violence and danger and all of that um 
In fact, gang, statistics show that gang members are 60% more likely to be killed than you know, non-gang members. Um, but I find it interesting that studies show that, um, and I'm going somewhere this morning, somewhere really interesting that I believe will bless you. So studies show that you know, people join gangs to feel a sense of belonging, um, connection. Um, you know, there's this way how gang, you know, gang members look out for themselves. Right? Um, with this very deep loyalty, you know, gang members move together. We roll together, right? You know, we empower each other. We don't cross lines. You know, you don't, don't, you know we're loyal. We're prepared to fight for each other. Um, we fight for each other. You know, I saw this other interesting stat about how, about ladies in gangs. And they say 78% um, have been in a gang fight, right? 65%, this was where I was going, carry a weapon for protection, right? Of ladies in gangs, right? You know, we, we're ready to fight for each other. And, you know, we're not afraid of violence. Whatever it takes, you know, we, we, that's, that's the gang life, you know? Or, or maybe you even, maybe for you, it's not really all that kind of stuff. Maybe, we're, we're, maybe, maybe while you're in secondary school or maybe while you're in university, you had a clique, you know, and, um, you know, you all just plan the same hairstyle, you know, or, they, or you all wear the same color of socks to school on Monday and on Tuesday, you know. It's just basically like junior witch stuff, you know, kind of a thing. Maybe, maybe that's, that's kind of um, stuff you do. So, but, but, but where I'm going this morning is not, it's not a campaign for you to join a gang and all of that. But I think that there's a powerful thought that, you know, the Holy Spirit will make real to you out of this. That as we stand in this midpoint of the year, um, and as I wonder what the story has been in all that you have been through so far, um, all that you have walked through, what has the story been? But maybe even more important than that, you know, what's the story? What do you believe to be ahead of you? And that's really what I want to speak to um, about what can God do um, with the second half of this year? Um, as an entire world, this, the first half of the year has been totally unprecedented, you know. It's been really challenging. You know, there are, not, there are not many good things that have been reported globally so far this year. You know, probably seen all these jokes about people saying, you know, don't count 2020 my age. You know, it, it hasn't existed and stuff like that. You know, it's just like a lot that's happened globally. Pandemic, you know, on one hand, and then the effect it's had on economies and, you know, losses. And, you know, um, really just feels to me like a sound of mourning everywhere. And, and I wonder how that makes you feel about the second half of the year. Um, I wonder how that makes you feel when you look forward. But, but nonetheless, what I want to say this morning is that, you know, the Christian conversation is a conversation of hope. The Christian conversation is not a conversation of, you know, anxiety and panic and fear. It is a conversation of hope. We serve a God who has not yet done all that he can do. We serve a God who is at work in the earth, even here and now. He's at work in his people. He's at work for his people. He's at work through his people, even here and now. I remember, and, and, you know, at the beginning of this lockdown, I, I shared a message in, in March. Um, about, you know, where God is when life hits. And I remember saying that God is in what's left, you know, not in what you've lost. I remember saying that God is in what's right. He's in the next right step. I said that God is in what's above. You know, he's in the elevated perspective of our praise. I said that God is in what's beneath. He rides beneath, you know, the God of Jeshurun. I said that God is in what's around, right? Um, he is in uh, working in the earth and what's around. And when Elijah said, I'm the only one, God says, no, I have around you. And then we said that God is in what's within by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I, I, 
I hope that encourages you. And even this morning, as we began to share the communion, I, I hope it reminds you about God. I hope it reminds you about, you know, a savior that has not yet done all he can do. Like, like, like the potency in the blood and the body of Jesus has not yet accomplished all that he will on the earth. And it is still the loudest statement, even 2,000 years after he died. It is still the loudest statement in the earth today. It's the power of his grace. It's, it's the power of his salvation. And there's so much more um, that God can do. And so as I, as, I, as I preach to you this morning about gang chilling, all right, that's where I'm going, and, and how it can affect the rest of your, of, of your year, that's really what I want, I want to be hitting on. So I think there's actually something um, powerful in scripture um, about coming together, about this gang thing, about, you know, what coming together represents. And so my, my, my question that I would ask you is that as you lean over um, the last half of the year and the next half of the year, um, what gang would you choose to be hosting within yourself? What gang would you choose to be hosting um, within yourself? Because you see, the scripture teaches us um, about a lot of the things that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, as you look forward in this year, a lot of the variables in front of you, um, and they don't work in isolation. That's what I hope I can show you this morning, um, that they don't work in isolation. So let me just give you like a headline negative example that Jesus gives. In Matthew chapter 12 and verse 43, I'm showing you something real powerful. Just watch this. In Matthew 12 and verse 43, Jesus says that when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, that's the unclean spirit, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, all right? swept and put in order then the bible says then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter and dwell there and the last state of that man is worse than the first so shall it be also with this wicked generation talk about gang chilling right that this is a guy who gets back and meets it empty and sweat but he doesn't just stay alone he doesn't work in isolation he goes back and you know brings along with him seven more wicked than himself and then he says hey guys let's go in there let me show you another example james chapter 3 in verse 16 the bible says for where envy and self-seeking exist all right so what you just thought you had was maybe just envy I, i'm just kind of envious okay it's just a little envy or, or self-seeking this thing of me me i'm just all about myself okay so the bible says where that exists now watch this confusion and every evil thing are there and so you just thought it was just a self-seeking thing and then god says no it doesn't work in isolation it's a gang thing man that self-seeking is going to bring a gang of confusion and every evil thing is going to be there all right the truth about life is that negativity doesn't like loneliness negativity doesn't just stay in isolation and you know just exist alone and all of that the moment you choose to say the kind of life i want to have is a life of negativity and you know you start a pity party you start you know this whole negative sound and complaining and murmuring and all of that you see there's going to be gang chilling that's coming in there there's going to be sorrow that will just follow there's going to be pain that will follow that there's going to be hurt and bitterness and all kind of evil when i read that in the scripture I'm like all kind of evil like we, we aren't even talking about about that that god says it's the gang man it's all going to follow in all right it's going to be a gang chilling thing okay and so this morning i'm asking what has happened so far this year and the moment we start to respond in this negative language of ah everything is just bad everything is just bad <laughs> you know and, and you know sometimes we just think oh i'm just being and you put that whole neck and i'm saying you're saying everything is bad including your kidneys including your lungs including your brain you know everything Everything, this whole just negativity, including your nervous system, you know, the devil likes negativity. 
The devil likes that sound of negativity and everything that he brings to just escort it. The truth is that negativity is going to open the door for him. And then he just gets to send the other gang members in. The truth is this, friends. Fear has a gang. One of the things I know about fear is that it doesn't exist alone. It's not a solo guy. It has a gang. It comes along with oppression. It comes along with bondage. It comes along with all this anxiety and guilt and all kinds of evil. It works in a gang. But as we, we flip that on the negative, and as I just try to show you this, this principle, I also love, you know, that the, the, the scripture shows us about God gangs. And, you know, um, do you know this morning, for example, that praise and thanksgiving has a gang? Do you know that prayer has a gang? Do you know that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, for example, the Bible says, look, do not worry about anything, okay? But pray, all right? So, so it's this thing, you know what I want you guys to do? Pray and ask God for everything you need. So all I did and all I could handle was I just got prayer into the conversation. And then it says these words. And God's peace, which is so great that we cannot understand it, will keep your hearts and your minds. That as prayer came into the conversation, peace followed in the conversation. That as prayer came into the conversation, this overwhelming sense of peace and of, you know, of, of, of the presence of God just jumped into the conversation. I want to say to you this morning that faith has a gang. That faith does not abide alone. The Bible says now abide faith, hope, and love. They're, they're like closed bodies. That where you put a voice of faith, there's going to be hope that is following. There's going to be love that is following. And, and do you know that faith comes with courage? Do you know that faith comes with the power of the blessing over your life? Do you know that these things do not exist in isolation? Do you know that sincerity has a gang? Do you know that prayer and confessing God's truth has a gang? Do you, know, do you know that change, change and transformation is always just waiting on an atmosphere of prayer? And as prayer is stepping into the conversation, transformation is stepping into the conversation. Do you know that the word of God has a gang? Do you know that God's word is not just isolated and it just comes and dwells in there? It abides with the gang. Gangs roll together. Do you know that as you put God's word in your life, do you know that transformation? Do you know that peace? Do you know that that strength that only God can give is following through in the conversation? I remember at some point in this year dealing with, you know, all kinds of anxieties and, you know, panic. And, you know, at some point couldn't even sleep. It was just a lot of things to meet up with and, you know, and, and what have you. And I remember in that moment realizing that, hey, the promise of God has a gang. Just holding the promise of God and putting it upon your lips and holding it strong and saying, I'm not going to let go of God's promise. And there are many other things that I have to sort out and there are needs to meet. But as I hold the promise of God, it comes along with provision. It comes along with peace. It comes along with wellness. Do you know that these things roll in a gang? Do you know that these precious promises of God have a gang? I remember dealing with thoughts, immoral thoughts years ago. I remember, you know, how you just be looking. And maybe you're, you're there this morning and you're struggling with all those kinds of things. And it's like, I can't even get a grip on my mind. <laughs> you know what I'll say to you this morning? The word of God has a gang. God, God's stuff have a gang. They roll in a gang. I want to say this morning that praise has a gang. I love that thought. Praise has a gang. When I say what has happened so far this year, and you come with all these negative stories, hey, it has a gang. There's going to be gang chilling as you say, I'm going to be negative about everything. Everything is just bad. In fact, we don't even know. In fact, we are this. And the Bible says, murmuring, murmuring. That's one word God hates with the Israelites. Murmuring. You just come talking about everything. It's just bad. It's just sad. It's just bad. I'm just mad. It's just bad. It's just sad. If I'm my dad, you know, it's just bad. Sad. I can't be glad. You know, just oh negative God. about everything. Sad, sad, sad. But, but why don't you change the conversation and say, hey, 
hey, praise has a gang. I'm going to put praise on my lips. I'm going to respond over this story with praise. And praise begins to attract. Praise begins to bring the sanity in my mind. Praise begins to bring the peace of God. It begins to bring the presence of God. Praise begins to bring the prosperity of God. It begins to fulfill the promise of God. Praise has a gang, people. Praise has a gang, people. As you look over the story of this year, so far, I pray that in your heart, you're going to be inviting praise. I pray that over your life, you're going to be inviting praise. Because praise has a gang. Can we even do that right away? Right where you are this morning. Just begin to clap your hands like you're crazy. Begin to sound some praise. Begin to think of God. Begin to worship. Praise has a gang, people. And it will never leave you the same. It will never come alone. It will not just be a story of a praiser. It will not just be a story of somebody who is just, you know, it will always come along with its gang. Comes with the presence of God. Just, just comes in that atmosphere of praise. Says that he inhabits the praises of his people. But this morning, maybe where I was kind of going is that I, I was thinking about how gangs have habits. And, you know, there, there are things that gangs kind of do together, okay? So maybe you have a clique where you guys just watch soccer together. And, you know, every time you meet up, you're always just talking about soccer and, you know, what's been happening. And, and you know, that Liverpool's win over Crystal Palace and the four goals, the four amazing goals. And so you start talking about, you know, Trent's free kick and how amazing it was. And then the Fabino pass for the Salah goal. Oh, that was just, oh, my God. And then you talk about the Fabino goal. What? Who does that? Come on. And then you, you, you then go talk about money. So look at the salad pass for money and then the way I'm going to brag about these people and the way and the way and the, somebody came to tell me that Chelsea won the league for Liverpool I'm like are you where are you where hey well come here yeah so, so so maybe maybe you kind of like have have like a soccer gang and that's what you guys really do together you know or you know that person that every time you see um you you, you just have the inclination towards gossip you know, oh, no, no, that, that sounds, no, that's not politically correct. Like, every time you see, you just kind of, you know, get updates on what's happening with people. You know, <laughs> just like, like current updates of, of, of what's happening about others and stuff like that. Or, you know, but, but, but I was thinking about, you know, how I say that the God gangs and that God has a gang and that he's invited into my life. And I was thinking about how the God gangs just love to set things right in me. That, like you say, what do you guys do? They just love to come around and set things right in me. And maybe you're dead this morning dealing with all some anxiety about, you know, what's going to happen and the next phase of life. And maybe you're dealing with a struggle this morning. Maybe, maybe you're dealing with, you know, um, just this sense of panic about, you know, maybe a situation in your family and all of that. But what I'm saying to you this morning is that gangs have habits. And as you start to get some word of God and confession of God's word in, in you, as you get you some super Saturday in your spirit, as, as you get you some surge in your, in, in your week this week, and, you know, there, there's there's, there's this God gang work. That's what I'm trying to say this morning. That it starts to set things right. I, I feel like I just see the gang moving in, and, and peace says, Hey, I'll take care of that anxiety. Just, just leave that to me. I'll, I'll take care of that anxiety. And I feel like hope just says, I'm going to sweep out that despair. That, like I have that covered. I, I feel like righteousness just goes and says, Hey, just leave that immoral thought to me. I'm going to sweep. Where are you immoral? It's like the gang just moves in and, and takes over and gets to work. The gang just sets things right in me. You just see righteousness going to the toilet and say, I'm just going to flush out all those thoughts, man. Uh, they don't even have a, uh, they're just gone. They're just gone. I feel like courage just walks in and says, hey, I'm going to give him the audacity for all that he needs to do. He's been just dancing around that girl forever. I'm going to give him the courage to marry her. You know, it's a God gang thing, people. It sounds like that was what happened with you. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a God gang thing, right? And, and, but one more thing I was thinking about this morning is about how, you know, gangs have ringleaders. And maybe this is where I'm going this morning. 
Um, so I'll just give you a tip as I close um, this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm almost going to land. Um, so you can actually just come on the keyboard. It's a real simple message, but I, I, hope, I hope it really blesses you. I'm just going to land somewhere this morning. Um, so I just found out that you can like, get the ringleader to come around. And, and so the ringleader um, typically just pulls the trigger on the other guys, the gang guys. You know, um, when, when you invite the ringleader, um, then there's always that ringleader that says, oh yeah, guys, may we go, you know. We, we go just gather day, may we just go, you know. And then, and then the gang just rolls together. Um, and so I realized that, you know, I don't even need to be looking for peace in life. <laughs> it's, it's all in the word of God gang. I don't, there, there are the accompaniments I don't even have to be looking for. I don't even have to be looking for prosperity. I don't even have to be looking. It's all in the word of God, gang. I don't even have to be looking for acceptance. It's in the church, gang. You know, I feel like praise will stand up as a ringleader and praise will be saying to, to the next season of my life that I'm trying to come into, praise will be saying, I'm going there, follow me there. <laughs> you know, I feel like praise will be saying to increase and fruitfulness. Guys, follow, show, no go. <laughs> if you don't know what that means, that just means like, you know, let's go. That's, that's simple stuff, right? Um, but I don't even need to be looking for the next seasons of my life. I feel like prayer, prayer will, will, will come as a ringleader and be telling transformation. Meet me for to lose life. Come meet me there. I did there. Prayer did there. I said, pr- prayer goes there. I don't show. Transformation, come meet me here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I love this. But, but this, is where, this is where I want to land. This is where I want to land. So in John 2, the simple scripture that I read in John chapter 2, you know, the Bible says that there was a wedding, all right, on the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, all right, and the mother of Jesus was there. Now, both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. So, so in John 2, we read those words that Jesus and his disciples were invited. You know, as I, read, as I read those words this morning, I'm like, Lord, why did you waste the invitation card? You didn't need to invite the disciples, people. Invite Jesus. <laughs> you didn't even have to waste your invitation cards. Tell me where in the scripture Jesus was invited and he didn't go along with the boys. You thought, you thought that, um, you know, Jesus going along with the boys is just a story of, you know, um, Peter and James and John and, you know, Thaddeus and you know, Bartholomew and, and stuff like that. Um, but you know what I find? Jesus comes with his followers. Jesus comes with his followers. That's, that's where I'm going this morning. And that's where I hope I can land this morning. Jesus comes, come a little heavier. Jesus comes with his followers. That, that we say Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He's the, he's the giver of life and hope. And so as, you, as you're looking at the next half of this year, you're thinking about all these variables. I, I'm just saying to you that it's not an isolation question. It's a gang rolling thing. It's a gang chilling thing. And here's my tip for you. Jesus comes with his followers. He carries resurrection power. He's the grave breaker. He's, he's the one that comes with, with the fullness of the blessing and of grace he's he's so full of grace and of truth and he comes with his followers and his followers are not just about peter and andrew and john his followers about his presence it's about all that he is this morning i just pray that the prayer of your heart as you look to the second half of this year is going to be saying jesus i invite you in a new way i want more come come chilling me with your righteous gang come you know and, and, and he's, got, he's got some boys also. He's got, he's got the Hebrew 12 one that, that the Bible says, hey, you know people, we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses that, 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 that we are running our race in endurance because there's this cloud that is cheering us on. He's got some boys too. He's got an Abraham. 
who is saying to you this morning that, that, that as Jesus shows up, you know, Jesus is coming up with witnesses and saying, everybody, let's go together. Let's go into that life. And as I say, my life, Lord, your presence means the world to me. And, and I'm just inviting of his presence and I'm worshiping and responding to him in new ways and following after him harder every day. As I'm responding to his presence, do you know that he's coming along with all these witnesses? And there's a voice of Abraham in my life that is saying, hope against hope, you can go on. And it doesn't matter all that is against you. It doesn't matter the time you have lost it doesn't matter what didn't work hope against hope you can go in there's there's a voice of Samson saying you may have made mistakes but you can finish strong I love that voice you can finish strong that Jesus comes with his followers that there's a voice of Job that is saying even when you don't understand everything happening around you you can trust and you can go on there's a voice of Peter that says even when you're walking on water and you feel like you're sinking you can cry out and go on that there is more in your future than in your past there is more that God will yet do than what he has already done and so this morning, Tim is going to lead us in worship in just a moment. But this morning, I just want to say that we must, we must, we must at this pivotal point be, be saying, God, we would seek you in a new way. That Jesus, I, I want to invite you in a new way because I recognize that things do not exist in isolation. The things that you're looking to and the peace and the promise and, you know, the, 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 the newness of life and the transformation and all the things that you are hoping to happen on the other half of the year do not exist in isolation. But I believe that there is a gank that Jesus would just lead us with. And so this morning, I pray that something will be sparking in your heart to say that I would seek Jesus anew. And he will come. He will come. He will come with his gang to chill. I pray that something in your heart will be designed in a new way that, Lord, let the mark of the next half of this year for me be a mark of desire like I've never had. Let it be a mark of seeking you like I've never done before. And there are all those many things that you're trying to get one member to come and you're trying to, there are people here right now that are just looking for answers. You're just, there are questions on your heart and you're just looking for answers. There are people that have walked through situations and you're just looking for interpretation. There are people that have walked through stuff and you're just looking for healing. There are people that are broken and you're looking for healing there are people that are hurt and you're just looking for meaning in life and what i'm saying to you today is that if in a fresh way you would say jesus come i believe that he's going to come with his gang he's going to come with meaning he's going to come with purpose i believe he's going to come with interpretation he's going to come he's going to come with answers that that you didn't even know you could never think of in your wildest dreams it is jesus that will come with light in that dark season of your life it is jesus that will come and so if this morning you would say the pursuit of my life in a new way is just for you the hunger of my heart i pray that there will be a waking up of a passion this morning that as we're going to worship this morning you you would say jesus i i just want you and maybe right now you are a follower of Jesus I pray this morning that in a whole new way you you would forget all the things that are behind and be saying that in a new way there's a desire there is a hunger there is a passion I need more I need more I just want to see you and all that you represent find fulfillment in my life and I pray this will be the story of the next part of this year it will not be a story of chasing shadows it will not be a story of waiting on a government of waiting on people on waiting on something to happen somewhere but it will be a story of me taking hold of that ringleader that ring that loves me that is for me and he will come along with all that he brings in Jesus name I pray this encourages you this morning and whatever season of life you are this morning can I invite you can we worship can we reach out our hearts can we desire him can we long for him this morning can we believe that this morning he's going to do something new that he's going to give us a spark in our heart can we believe that he's going to wake up a hunger and a passion for his presence and that as he comes in in a new way as we desire and as we hunger there's going to be the whole gang following it in Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's worship this morning. We want more, we want more, we want more of you, Jesus. 
more. Come on, is there a hunger in your heart this morning? You, Jesus. I want more, come on. I want more. I want more. I need you. I want more. Come on, is there a hunger in your heart this morning? I want more. I want more. Yeah, come on, people. I want more of you, Jesus. I want more. I want more. Something about his presence. There's something about who he is. I want more. Come on. I want more. There's something about him this morning. There's something about his presence waiting on you this morning. There's something about him calling for a response this morning. There's something. Come on. I want more. Come on. I want more. Come on, somebody worship of life you are. There are all these things you are dealing with, anxieties, whatever. But let me give you a moment this morning. When last day were you hungry for his presence? When last were you hungry for his presence? When last did you just feel that personal touch that only God can give? When last was there just a righteous spark in your heart? Huh? When last did you just move away from all the worries and everything on the outside? And when last did you just come with a longing and a hunger? When last did you did you just feel the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit? Oh God, that's what we long for. That's what we're needing of, God. We need you, God. We need you and we're hungry, God. I'm not satisfied. I don't have it all together, God. I need you. I need you, God. You have blessed me and it's incredible, but God, I need more. I need more. I need more, God. Every day I wake up, I just need you, God. I can't do without your presence, God. I can't, I can't do without the touch of your Holy Spirit, God. I can't do without you in my heart, Jesus. Hey, God, I need more. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm longing, God. Come on, let there be a cry in your heart. God, you've been so incredibly gracious. You've been so incredibly gracious. But today, God, my heart is hungry for the more. My heart is longing for the more, God. That's what I need. That's what I want, God. Hey, God, I thank you. God, can I just pray for you people this morning? God, I pray for everybody everywhere who we stand in this, this very critical point of the year, Lord. We stand right in these middle moments, and I believe you're doing something real special in us. 
Lord, we thank you for all that you did in Super Saturday. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've done this morning. And I believe there's so much you're going to do through Surge and Passion Night. And I just believe, Lord, that you're giving us a spark of your presence, a hunger and a desire for your presence and what you want to do in our lives, God. And I just pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll make this burden real to us. I pray, Lord God, for every heart that is leaning in this morning, listening to this, Lord, listening to the sound of my voice. And God, my prayer is that the Holy Spirit will be putting a burden of these words upon our hearts. Let it be more than something going into our head. Let it be something happening in our hearts, God. And that's what we believe for this morning, God. And I just thank you. You are so incredibly gracious. And Lord, in a moment, I'm going to make an invitation for people who don't know you in a personal way, people who are far away, people who are living in sin and condemnation and guilt. We thank you, God, that you love everybody. And I thank you, Lord, that you're inviting people to yourself this morning. And God, as I make an invitation, I pray you're going to be giving people the courage to respond and giving people that, that revelation of who you are, God. That they will just see your love this morning. And Lord, that's what we believe for this morning. In Jesus' name. And so this morning, I want to ask this morning, I don't know how you got to be in church. Maybe you were invited. Maybe, you know, you just linked in this morning. Maybe you just stumbled on service. Or maybe you've been coming this morning. But I want to ask this morning, can you boldly and confidently say that you're in the right place with God? Um, can you confidently say that you have surrendered the Lordship of your life to Jesus and you can call him Savior and you know it that you, for a fact that you are born again? Maybe at some point in your life you had made that kind of a decision, but as we speak today, you know you've walked away from it. Hey, this is what we believe, that Jesus is a lover of people, that he knows you, he knows every detail about your life he knows the very worst but he still believes your best and this morning i believe he's inviting you in a personal way i believe that he has orchestrated your steps to be hearing my words this morning so that you can say yes to him and that's where it starts from and it doesn't start from inviting peace or uh, inviting you know the blessing or from inviting you know healing it it starts from from receiving jesus as savior and then you find him to be all those things in a whole new way and so this morning i i want to lead you in a prayer to to say yes to jesus i want you to lead you in a prayer that will be the start of the rest of your life and so if that's you and you say you're speaking to me i i want you to just put your right hand on your chest wherever you are if you're watching service alone if you are around friends whatever i just want you to stand this morning and you know just put your right hand on your chest and make that conscious move don't don't think it in your mind i want you to do it deliberately this morning and just put your right hand on your chest thank you jesus it's your moment it's your moment now just say this prayer with me and we're going to say it as a family of faith everywhere and join in with you this morning would you say heavenly father, heavenly father I, come to you today I come to you today because you've made a way, made a way through the death through the, death, the, burial, the burial and the resurrection, and the resurrection of, your son, jesus, of your son jesus for me to come to you for me to, come for me to, you, to find life for me to find say life. today i confess jesus, I confess jesus as, my as my lord and my savior, and my savior. say please forgive me of the past, me of the past and give me a whole new start Say, free me from the bondage of guilt. Say, free me from the bondage of sin. And make me all yours. Now say, I'm your child. Say, fill me with your grace. Fill me with your spirit. And I'll never be the same. Say, Jesus, you are welcome. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Master. You are my friend. In Jesus' name, amen. That's such a miracle that just happened in your life. And we're so excited about about it we rejoice with you this morning it's a miracle that just happened here's what we want you to do we'd love to know about your decision for jesus so if you prayed that prayer um this morning why don't you just follow the link sycamore.church slash jesus would love to be praying for you and you know just taking those first steps with you in your journey um with jesus 
We are so honored to have been able to share this teaching message with you from Sikamo Church, Ibadan, Nigeria. We really hope you found it to be a blessing. To find out more about us or how you can receive more resources from our church or our pastor, Tolulokpemudi, please visit our website, www.sikamo.church. That's S-Y-C-A-M-O-R-E.church. Or on Facebook and YouTube at Sikamo Church and on Instagram and Twitter at Sikamo underscore church. If you're ever anywhere around us, we'll be super honored to welcome you at one of our services.